Welcome to the History of the Earth, a blog and podcast about all things geological. I'm your guest host, geologist Peter Yakovlev. In today's episode, number 391, we're going to space, specifically Mars. You didn't really think that Earth science is really limited to the Earth, did you? Our topic today will be the Valles Marineris. The Valles Marineris is a long series of canyons east of Olympus Mons, the largest mountain in our solar system. These canyons are about 4,000 kilometers long, 2,000 kilometers wide, and up to 7 kilometers deep. On terrestrial scales, the Valles Marineris is as long as the distance from New York to Los Angeles. That's about the same as Beijing to Hong Kong, or Madrid to Copenhagen for our international listeners. They are as wide as central Florida, central Italy, or the middle of the Korean Peninsula. Two and a half times deeper than Death Valley, though only 60% of the depth of the Marianas Trench, the lowest point on Earth. Not to be outdone, our planet, Earth, has even bigger valleys. These occur at the oceanic ridges, where plate spreading takes place. The longest rift valley on Earth lies in the middle of the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, and it is more than double the length of the Valles Marineris. But let's not belittle Mars. After all, while we have a pretty good idea for how oceanic rifts form on Earth, there's quite a bit of debate about how Mars' Great Valley formed. The most popular theory suggests that the Valles Marineris are an analog to our oceanic rifts, and formed by the same process. As the volcanoes of the nearby Tharsis region developed, the Martian crust bowed down towards the center of the planet due to the weight of the new volcanic rocks. In time, the crust began to crack. This crack is what we see in the Valles Marineris. Unlike on Earth, this rift valley did not continue expanding, but shut down as the Tharsis region, and Mars as a whole cooled. Remember that unlike the Earth, Mars does not have plate tectonics. It doesn't have a continual process of hot material, like lava, rising to the surface, while cooled material, like the oceanic crust, is brought towards the planet's center. More recent work has used satellite images and high-resolution elevation data to develop new insight into how the Valles Marineris formed. While images from the 1970s Mariner 9 orbiter were quite blurry by today's standards, New missions since the late 90s and early 2000s have given us a better view of the Martian surface than we have available for the Earth. The Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter can take images where each pixel is about half a meter, or 20 inches on a side. That is, the color on each image is the average of an area of a quarter square meter, or two and a half square feet. It can then use image pairs to estimate the elevation of any point on the Martian surface with a pixel size of around a quarter meter, or about 10 inches. These new satellite images include multispectral data, or images that look at different wavelengths of light. The camera on your phone works the same way. There are sensors that pick up red light, green light, and blue light. Your phone records the intensity of each color in each part of the image, and then plays it back on your phone's screen to create a picture. Some of the satellites orbiting Mars take this to the next level. They don't just take different slices of colored light, but also longer wavelength infrared light. If you've ever seen an image from a thermal imaging camera, you know what that is. Parts of you show up as hotter or colder on the screen. It's the same with the surface of the Earth or Mars. 
Scientists can compare the intensity of different wavelengths of light from each point on the surface. They can then compare these values with what would be expected for different rock types. In other words, we're able to roughly determine the types of rocks on the Martian surface without ever setting a boot or a rover tread on the red planet. Data from these images has shown that the Valles Marineras have layered rock formations both on the sides of the canyons and within them. The Great Valley has seen many landslides over the last two and a half billion years of its existence, as well as new and smaller canyons carved into it. Scientists speculate that rather than just forming as a big crack on the Martian surface, the Valles Marineras have been sculpted by flowing water, either in its liquid form as rivers or in its solid form as glaciers. An alternative hypothesis proposes that the Valles Marineras formed as a crack during a massive planetary-scale landslide. This landslide would be about half the size of the U.S. or China. How do you form a landslide that big? Well, you need a large pile of relatively weak rock and high elevations for the landslide to flow from. A key player here is salt. Salt is relatively weak as compared to rock, and it can deform easier when squeezed. And it can also hold water, which can be driven off by heating. On Earth, weak salt layers are partly responsible for undersea landslides in the Gulf of Mexico. The Opportunity rover had found some salt layers during its mission on Mars, so we know salt is present on the Red Planet. Some scientists interpret the layers on the sides of the Valles Marineras to be made of salt and possibly include pockets of ice. This would imply that those layers are weak and could potentially move downhill under the right circumstances. Heating in the Tharsis region helped dewater salts under the future landslide, melted ice pockets, and created high elevations on one side of it. Think of it like putting a can on a wet metal sheet. If you raise one side of the sheet, the can will slide down to the lower side. Just like that, the salty Martian crest broke and slid downhill. A crack in the side of this landslide allowed massive amounts of underground water to escape. As the water flowed downhill, it eroded the crack to form a massive canyon. This canyon is the Valles Marineris. The flood that helped form the Valles Marineris was probably bigger than any seen on Earth, bigger than the massive glacial outburst floods that formed the channeled scablands of the northwestern United States. Dick Gibson discussed the outburst flooding in the December 27th episode. Unlike the Earth, however, the Martian surface has been relatively quiet since the Valles Marineris formed three and a half billion years ago. You can find transcripts, images, and links for most episodes at historyoftheearthcalendar.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another episode of History of the Earth. This episode was recorded at the studios of KBMF LP 102.5 in beautiful and historic Butte, Montana. KBMF is a local low-power station with twin missions of social justice and education. Listen live at ButteAmericanRadio.org.